All right, in this episode, I uh, was cut off because my internet was not too good. Um, so I got in the first part and was not able to get in the second part. It was not successfully recorded. Uh, anyway, I made it to Taiwan, and hopefully I'll be able to re-upload the second part later. But I talk about a little bit of what I learned about Venezuela from a nice lady that I sat next to on a plane for about 14 hours. So, like I said, hopefully once I get to a better internet spot, I'll upload again. But for now, enjoy. All right, everybody. So I told you that um, I'm going to be, since I'm traveling, uh, my content is going to be a little bit different. Today I am in Taiwan. I finally made it. It took me about uh, two days to travel here. And uh, I'll tell you what, it is. it feels good. It feels good. I Right now I'm in a hostel in Taipei. I'm at the top of the hostel. It's about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And um, my journey over here was good. I'll tell you what, I learned some interesting stuff. So on my flight over to Taiwan, I... Oh, actually, I went to, Thai, uh, to Beijing first. And... Um, in Beijing, or going to Beijing, I met a lady from Venezuela, which was very interesting. So I didn't anticipate to meet anyone from Venezuela, of course. <laughs> I mean, I didn't really anticipate to meet anybody. Um, just figured whatever happens, happens. And uh, she, we had a good conversation. We, so we talked about a lot of stuff. She was going to China to study Mandarin for, I think, a year. Um, but we talked a little bit about Venezuela, and uh, so I'll go ahead and give you some information about that, what I saw, what I noticed. Um, actually, I didn't see anything, what I heard. So first off, I'll tell you my perception. My perception of Venezuela has been that uh, basically I don't really know what's going on. We know that uh, Maduro is the president or the dictator, however you want to define that, and that uh, under him, the economy has really gone to shambles. Um, but before that, it was Hugo Chavez, and that Chavez kind of started this thing. Now, um, to our knowledge, every we're, we're kind of told by Western media that a lot of people loved Chavez. Now, one reason I think we're told that is because in the United States, our left-wing media has an infatuation with uh, socialism. So for them, the fact that any reg socialist regime um, had any kind of positive feelings directed towards them it makes our media just jump for joy and they lap it up because they, that's what they want in the United States. They want socialism. Now, we are pretty much, you know, we're, we're actually, we're not free market in the United States. We're more free market probably than a good part of the world. Um, I would say within the majority of the world, but you know we have a lot of socialist programs in the United States and um, a lot of high taxes, and so by no means are we socialist free. Uh, that being said, what this lady explained to me was that under Chavez, that uh, what happened was, if I can remember this correctly, she talked about how he um, at one point I think he was in jail. 
I could have got this wrong because her English was good, but it wasn't perfect. So at one point, Chavez was in jail, and when he got out of jail, he started getting a lot of support from a lot of people. And he started basically the general socialist tropes like, hey, we're going to uh, provide you know this for free. We're going to provide you free uh, electricity. You're going to get free internet. You're going to get free oil. Um, and I'm sure he also, a lot of times with socialist regimes, a lot of what they do is they uh, oppose themselves to the problems that are going on with the current um, administration or the current government. So he most likely was saying like, hey, uh, as opposed to this government, we're going to, uh, we're going to do this differently. Like, uh, so the current government is a piece of shit and we're going to come in, we're going to fix that. And we're going to provide you with a lot of free services. So, uh, basically though, once Chavez got into power, then she described to me how um, he immediately started destroying the uh, the market and the companies, and how let me see if I can remember this correctly. Um, so, from what I recall, she was saying is that once Chavez promised his way into power, at that time they had high oil prices, and but what he started doing is he wanted to eliminate uh, potential competition with uh, opposition leaders. So in order to do that, he had to destroy uh, wealthy individuals because, you know, wealthy people in any country can provide a um, competition to the current leaders in government. So he started making regulations that uh, essentially destroyed industries across Venezuela. And he did that in order for him to consolidate power. He also consolidated what she told me was provincial power from the provinces and the leaders of different provinces of Venezuela to the central government. He also eliminated one of the houses of government, kind of like how we have two, we've got the House and the Senate. She said they had a, uh, they had a Congress that had like two houses, and then um, they eliminated one of them, so there was only one. And um, essentially started filling different cabinets and positions with only loyal party members, and uh, from that point forward, um, was uh, basically consolidating power for himself. Now, she mentioned that because the prices of oil were so high at, his, at the time, he was able to do a lot of his uh, radical um, business consolidation and uh, government consolidation, and uh, people just kind of let it happen. And she even talked about to me... Actually, you know, I'll go out a little further with that in a minute. Let's take a break for some sponsors. We'll be right back.